Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Yong Shin Ning. I'm the co-founder of Change Voyage Consulting. After 20 years of corporate life, I successfully transited to be an entrepreneur. Wearing multiple hats as an entrepreneur, adjunct lecturer, mother, wife, daughter, sister, has taught me how to navigate life's challenges. And my secret is the Square Apple. In this show, I will discuss tips and strategies to change the way you think about your personal and professional life. Because if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Ready to activate the square apple in you? Let's begin! Hi, I'm Shinning. Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Today, I want to talk about my takeaways and learnings about working from home. Nowadays, when I open the newspaper, LinkedIn, Facebook, there are a lot of advice from people on what to do when you work from home. It's interesting to me that working from home has attracted a lot of attention in light of the virus situation. I have been on a mostly work from home arrangement since 2012. And I can tell you that transiting from an environment where you go to work every day and having to stay at home to work, it requires some adjustment and willpower. So in today's episode, I will share with you what I love about working from home, the perils of working from home and techniques of overcoming it. So I believe at this point in time, um, when the podcast airs in November, December, this will still be relevant. Back when I was working for a consulting company, I worked only two days a week as I wanted to spend more time with my children who were very young then. Um, However, on some days I took calls from home because my sense of responsibility got the better of me. When I started my own business, I worked mostly from home unless I had meetings at the project sites. Now, of course, with the virus situation, I work entirely from home. I enjoy working from home because I'm entirely the master of my own time. I can have dedicated time to think and work without being pulled to meetings in an ad hoc manner and then in the end have to work overtime only when the best of me has been spent. I enjoy the luxury of being able to work intensely without any distraction, only with white noise of the same song looping a million times in the background. To reward myself from working so hard, I would usually treat myself to a 20-minute power nap. There's no one around to disturb me in an unplanned manner. When I work from home, no one can drop by my desk suddenly to ask me some questions. Of course, they can message me, but I can delay my reply if I don't feel like replying them immediately. I can reduce time wastage because there is no bus to catch, no hawker centre to walk to, no one to chit-chat with me at the pantry, Online meetings are restricted to an hour because it can be excruciating staying online for more than an hour. I can put my laundry in I can put my laundry in at breakfast and then hang them up at my tea break. There's no huge pile of stinking clothes that I need to clear over the weekend. Because I could work when I needed to work and rest when I needed to, I could spend quality time with my family when they came home at night. I enjoy working from home so much that when I started a 9-to-5 project that required me to sit in one of those time-wasting huge meetings, it nearly killed me. And the experience made me realise that I value my time more than money that's sitting um, in those 
meetings could fetch me. The opportunity cost of sitting in those meetings was the ability to spend time with my family that night. This is because spending time in a meeting would mean that whatever I had to do that day could not be completed during normal office hours as planned. It also meant time lost for me to do real work, which was critical for me to advance my business. So even though I was paid well for that project, the need to spend time in non-productive big meetings was one reason why I decided not to continue with the assignment. But there are also perils of working from home, and in particular, I want to talk about resisting strong and evil forces called the bed. In office, the presence of colleagues act as a strong source of routine and discipline. The hurt mentality plays a key role in regulating our behaviour, ranging from when to start work, going for lunch, having tea break, going off work, tapao food for overtime. The fact that people can see you play an important role in making sure that we're not either overworking or slacking. But without anyone seeing you other than you're online is quite scary. Scary for the bosses, scary for your peers and also scary for yourself because anything goes, which is why working from home has taken a long time to take off prior to the COVID situation because the bosses are generally not comfortable with giving people so much power over their time. But now it's really no choice because um, we we have to be in um, working from home to reduce the, the spread of the COVID virus. So as Spider-Man says, with great power comes great responsibility. How do you fight the urge to take a nap when there's nothing urgent coming up? Um, what's stopping you from popping out from getting a haircut during the day and continuing with your work later? Um, and actually, what's stopping, with stopping you from working over time, um, on a daily basis? Well, actually, there's really nothing stopping you and you are there yourself to be able to uh, plan your time and to regulate yourself and you have to be disciplined enough to work effectively even without the physical regulators. So I do three things to ensure that I'm effective when I work from home so that I can do more with less. Um, this may differ for different people and it's just for your consideration. So what I try to do is I firstly schedule the important things to be done uh, when you first start working in the morning. For me, I do a lot of new content creation as part of my business and my teaching. So I usually schedule these to be done very early in the morning because this is when I'm the sharpest and I can get through the thinking without much headwinds. If there's a very difficult piece of work, I would usually go for a jog first to get some inspiration and then start hacking at it. Uh, then what I do is I also try to schedule less taxing things when my energy is low. I, I find that working on a piece of work at a stretch for a very long period of time can be very draining. Although um, the... The fact that I'm not being interrupted can feel really good. So I would typically schedule meetings during periods where I expect my energy level to be a little low, but still enough to carry out decent discussions. Because you can get distracted from your fatigue when you have conversations with people, assuming the meeting doesn't drag on for hours and hours. 
This probably doesn't apply if it's a brainstorming meeting that requires you to be in peak form. So the third thing that I do is I try to structure appointments um, in uh, the way that it will make me finish my work faster. So what I mean is uh, when I'm writing and recording this podcast in early April, where the total COVID-19 cases in Singapore has just crossed 1,000 cases, um, going out is not really an option unless it's for essentials. But when I could plan my day to meet clients and see prospects or conduct in-person consultation, I would typically do that at about um, starting from 3 p.m. in the afternoon. So I will structure my appointment so that um, I will finish my work by 3 3 p.m. before I go out and meet um, my clients and prospects. So what I'm trying to do here is kind of to trick my brain into thinking that I have shorter amount of time. Because I'm a firm believer that work grows to fill the amount of time that I have. And this is something which is also known as the Parkinson's Law. Uh, So if I have until 5pm, then I will probably dilly-dally until then. But if I know I only have until 2pm to finish my work, I would work harder to complete the work before I leave the house. Uh, This learning was partially inspired by the findings of my PhD dissertation, whereby I studied the behaviour of part-time employees who worked overtime. So through a series of predefined scenarios, I found that when a person has more discretionary time, he would be more likely to work overtime and encroach into the discretionary time. However, if the schedule, if he scheduled something during that time, for example, an immovable appointment, then he would be less likely to work overtime. I find this approach to work for me very well in view that um, we can't go out to meet anyone during the circuit breaker. What I did was to schedule virtual meetings at the last couple of hours during the day so that whatever thinking work um, I needed to do could be completed before that. Um, So that's what I do to to manage my time. So today I've shared why working from home is great and really a game changer for me, um, especially now where my work is a lot about content creation. However, it's a personal change for many of us coming from an environment where we have an office to go to. So if you want to manage your time better, remember to schedule the important things first. Um, Schedule the not-so-important things when your energy level is low and trick your brain to work harder by scheduling something in the later afternoon so that you would finish the important work before um, you went off for your appointment. I hope you have taken away something from today's episode. If you have any questions or thoughts, please connect with me on LinkedIn at bit.ly forward slash square apple. That's bit.ly forward slash s-q-u-a-r-e-a-p-p-l-e. Thank you and see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very honoured to have you here. If you would like to keep going and want to know more about the number one Southeast Asia's leading female entrepreneurship network, head over to Soul Rich Woman at S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com and download the free ebook on how to get clients and multiply your income through personal branding. 
Remember, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Do subscribe to The Square Apple Show and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.